Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for staying glued to your screens. This is Still Rubbing Minds, the International Women's Month edition, powered by Lipton Tea. Now, we are shifting gears, and it's time for us to get connected with the woman behind the face. Now, she's more recently been better known as the King of Boys, but we who know, know that she has been in this industry for over two decades. I don't know how you do it. Shola Shavale. Hello, how are you? Fine, thank you. And how are you I'm too? very well. <laughs> two decades though, and look at you. It's your black don't crack? At all, <laughs> you don't crack. Incredible. You look, and you know what stands out about you is you're one of the few who've actually studied you know, performing arts, theater. And so you're, you're actually right where you're supposed to be. Uh, so how did that manifest itself? I want to know the conversation where you're telling your parents that actually, no, I don't want medicine. I don't want law. I don't want, it's, you know, it's the arts that I'm interested in, the performing arts. Actually, I, actually, I didn't tell my dad that I was going for that. Oh, wow. My father happens to be a retired principal. Ooh. My mom, a retired headmistress. So I remember years ago, my father wanted me to be a teacher. He lost me so much, I love my father. Uh. So I went for an interview, this College of Education, Elaoromo. I got admitted. I didn't like it. Mm. Teachers weren't paid well. Mm. I know, but my father... Very practical thinking. <laughs> they weren't paid well because my father was teaching at the same time. We have a very big farm, Oko mm -hmm. Plantation, so I know everything about farming also. So it got to one point that when I got the admission letter, my senior sister used to live in Ibado. Now she lives in England, married to Tunji Oyelano. So and Tunji Oyelano happens to be a lecturer in the University of Ibado. <laughs> That's her department. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. When I was in secondary school, I used to be a sport person. I, was, I represented two state level. I was playing handball, I was good in handball, I was going in um, long distance races, 1,500 meters. I was very, very good. So when I left for Ibadan for holidays, now I said to my sisters, and daddy wanted me to go and be a teacher, but I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be something else. I, if I'm not doing the sports anymore, then I want to be a singer. Oh, wow. Then my mother, then my senior sister said, how will daddy take it? I said, I don't know, but I'm not going back home. I'd rather stay with you in Ibadan. So we cooked it mm -hmm. and we baked it. At the end of the day, she told my parents, I look, dad, shall I will stay with us in Ibadan? And that was how my journey started. Wow. And glory be to God, it's been fantastic. I've been enjoying it. I've been so happy. When my father was alive, may so rest in peace. When he was alive, when I was being given award in so many places, which I could, my father used to go on my behalf to collect my award. So it's been fantastic and it's a journey because I keep telling people, if there's recarnation, me, I'm coming back to be an actor. <laughs> Yet again, maybe a different character this time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, let's talk about, you know, the film industry over the years because in recent times, we're seeing so many female faces dominating the decision-making roles, directors, the filmmakers, the producers, and so on, so forth. Majority of them are women, but you know, if you rewind to 20 years ago, it, it wasn't so much the case. 
And, you know, tell me about your experience sort of growing with the industry and watching these changes come and also realizing that, oh, you have more power than you possibly thought you had when you started. Yeah. Actually, uh, years back when I started, there was this TV series called um, uh, Mirror in the Sun, mm, yeah. directed by Lola Fanekayode. I, I was part of it. So I've worked with lady directors since I started and up to this present moment. And I've worked with fantastic, beautiful, who knows their onions, and I'm very, very happy. And these are the kind of ladies that um, they know what they do and then they see the job that they have this, they have, what will I say, they have, um, um, they love what they do. Mm, there's they, passion. There's passion in it. Yeah. So they love what they do. And when you work with those kind of people, there is no way you are going to find yourself at the bottom. They lift you up. They lift your spirits. Even though when you are not, even when you don't even have the belief that you can get up there, they make you go beyond that. So I'm so lucky that I've worked with Lola. I'm so lucky that I'm still working with Kemadi Tiba, a fantastic director who knows what she's doing. I call her glory to glory. That's a new name. That's, <laughs> That's, what, her name. That's what I call her. Because there's something about this lady that I love so much. Mm -hmm. When she wrote Wedding Party, I mean mm -hmm. King of Boys, and said to me that, Auntie Shola, you are working on this. And I said, this is huge. This is big. Mm -hmm. This is expensive. How are you mm -hmm. going to do this? Said, God, we do it. And I said, okay, so what am I playing? He said, you are playing the King of Boys. I said, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what I've been waiting for. That's okay. What are you talking about? Are you a gambler? She said, what? I said, are you a gambler? Tell me, you want me to do this? You are giving this shoulder, this responsibility, you are giving it to me. You are putting this load on my shoulder to carry her. You have this belief that I, Shola Shobuale, is going to do it. He said, yes, you are doing it. I said, okay, so much. If you believe in me, then give me the button and let's run. That wow. is how we did it. You know, besides Wedding Party and King of Boys, which, you know, introduced you to an entirely new audience, there was almost a gap in your career where we'd been following you and then we didn't see you for a while. And, you know, we were talking off air and I remember you, you said to me that your daughter was like, they've forgotten you, you yes. have to go and, you know, come back. What was going on when, when we, you were missing in action? Okay. After, when, after Twin Tomatoes, I left the shore of Nigeria. Why? Because, as I said earlier on, I know what is called education. I believe in education. I believe it's the legacy you can give to your children, no matter who you are. And I know what my father did. But I looked the line when I started having my children. I pay so much money in schools, giving them this education, sending them to private schools, fantastic schools that I paid through my nose. Mm. Then I said, okay, after this, which university are they going to go? Because along the line, and I see that a course of three years, at the end of the, because of strike and strike and strike, yeah. at the end of the end of spending six years, I said no, because we all have choice. I have my choice. I know where I want my children to go to. What which university do I like? I love University of Ibadan. I love University of Ife. I love Unilag. Those three universities for my children, and these are the universities that are always striking and striking and striking. I said okay. What am I going to do? And I can't spend this kind of money. At the end of the day, my children are not where I want them to be. So I said, okay, I'm going to take the bull by the hand. So my children have to live in Nigeria. 
That was how I left the shore of Nigeria. I love Nigeria. This is my country. I keep telling anybody, oh, I don't care. This is your show, but I'm a typical African woman, and I love to be Africa. And that is why when you give me a script, and this script do not tell me, or I do not see myself, I do not see Nigeria, I am not doing it. You have to be original. And that is why I love my dialect. I want, when I speak, I want you to know there's a Nigerian woman talking. So that's your boy, alone sorrow. I want it to be a Nigerian woman talking. And when I do anything, I want it to sell Nigeria. I want people to have this. Nigeria is not a bad country. I want people to see Nigeria in another form. How do we do it? We can do it through drama. We can do it through music. We can do it teaching. That is why I said, okay, to myself, by taking my children out of Nigeria, that doesn't mean that I don't love Nigeria. I took them out of Nigeria because of their education, because of the legacy that I want to give them. And glory be to God. I have an accountant. I have a lawyer, I have an engineer, oh, all of them sorted. They all yeah. came out with two, one, two, one, two, one. Yes. Hallelujah. So now, now it's that time for Mama to get back to business. Then one said to me, Mom, yeah. thank you so much. You mm. brought us here, but now it's time for you to go back to Nigeria <laughs> and do what you know how to do best. That's why I came back. You know, you said something very powerful while you were talking. You said you, you are a typical African a woman. A typical African When you woman. speak, you want people to know that a Nigerian woman is okay. speaking. Now, there's, when you speak to non-Nigerians and you ask them, you know, what, what do you think of a Nigerian woman or what do you think the, uh, the qualities of a Nigerian woman are, you normally hear, you know, strong, you hear strong-willed, yes. um, outspoken. Yes. Uh, all, a lot of the adjectives sort of revolve around the strength and the vocal nature of Nigerian women. Yes. And then you come home and you look at a lot of the situations that Nigerian women are in and the fight that so many women are in right now to be heard and to have their voices, the voices. at the table. Mm -hmm. How do we bring these, the Nigerian ambassador and the image that the world has of Nigerian women, how do we make women in Nigeria realize that this is their power, they have it? Number how can one, they live it? number one, I want every woman watching me today. We are mothers. Mm -hmm. we, we are, we must, we, first of all, we must be a role model to our children. Bringing kids to the world. Children are not asked to be born. If you bring the kids, then you must be ready to take care of the kids. One. At the same time, your place is not in the kitchen. You are a woman. We are very, very strong. In every home, any successful man that you see today, check the back. As a very good woman. That is what woman stands for. And this is a time for everybody. We, are, we must now come out and speak. We must now come out and talk. We must get involved in a lot of things. We must empower ourselves. If in politics, in anything, women must be represented. We have to be there. That is the only way we are going to voice ourselves. We, our voice is going to be heard. We need to talk loud. People must see us. We are ready to do this. We can govern. We can be a governor. I can be a president. Yes, because we're winner. Women are very, very strong, and we're ready to do it. Mm. So it's almost like we need to believe what the we world have to believe. believes we are. Yes. <laughs> and another thing is, what you are, what you eat, is what you are. Originality is lacking. It's very much lacking. 
I look Nigeria. In what way? I said, Nigeria looks like the country that's a dumping ground. We are fake. We said this cars, there's some countries that say when a car gets to a particular age, it's out of the road. The cars come to Nigeria. When I want to speak, when you get to homes, you will see a lot of our children cannot even speak our language. What is going on? What is happening? You will talk to the mothers, though, they've not stepped out of Nigeria. What is the matter with Ronke? Ronke can speak Yoruba. What do you mean that Ronke can speak Yoruba? Is Ronke not a Yoruba girl? Is Ngozi not evil? Is Alima not Hausa? Why are we not speaking a language? Why are we taking another? Yes, nothing wrong in English. It's education. Yes, so that we can have interaction, we can talk to people. But what about our own culture? What about our own dialect, our own language? We need to teach women, mothers, orientation. We need to give them. Make your children, let them know where they come from. Let them know that I'm a Yoruba, I'm Igbo, I'm Hausa. Let them speak their language. Yoruba, English is secondary. How, how does that fit in with this changing role of women? Uh, you know, if you look at the role of women 10 years ago in yeah. African society to now, it's changing so quickly and mm -hmm. a lot of people are getting lost and confused. And uh, how does that fit into the picture? Well, like I said earlier on, this, it is very, very simple, my dear. Very, very, know who you are. Number one thing, let me give an example. We women, we are losing it. How? How many of we women visit our children's school regularly, talking to the teachers of our children? But what about the women who are working and they don't have time? I did that. I work and I did it. Okay. I go home to sleep. My children go to bed. At that time, they went to bed every time, 9 p.m. No matter what location where I am. Even though if I'm outside and on holidays, I take them along, I put them in the hotel. What I do, the normal hotel, they put everybody, Shola won't stay there because I'm bringing my family. I get myself another hotel where I put my children and I put a teacher there for them to come and teach. Even though when I'm out of Lagos, I can be in Nebado, I can be in Abeokuta, the teacher comes along and takes the salary. But the bottom line is this. Children leave home without going to school and they're dressed. Bye-bye, mommy, bye-bye, daddy. Or they even take them to school. Or they don't enter class. When you check your children's note, today, when you write a note, there must be dates of that very day. And that note must be seen, seen by a teacher with a red marker or seen underneath. When you bring your children's book, when you look at it, you don't see a date. Don't you, didn't you write anything today? No, mom. Then go to school. What happened? This is what my daughter, <laughs> this is how to monitor. We yeah. need a lot of monitoring. There's no skipping. And another thing, what is killing house. us in Nigeria again, that we all love money. I know money is very good. But the bottom line is if daddy goes this way, mommy goes that way. Daddy doesn't come back until night. The same thing goes with mom. And the children are left with the maid. And when daddy comes, and mommy comes, they've gone to bed. Okay, 
The mommy will go, oh, she's sleeping. Okay. Um, the maid will say, she ate. We're giving this, we're giving that, even blah, blah, blah. Okay, thank you very much. But it's fine. But that is not good enough. You must monitor your children. At times, they abuse your children by leaving them without paying attention. So women, we need to sit up. We need to make our home front beautiful first. We need to do that. Make it our priority. Now, everything, wow, what you just said there is very deep because the next question I was going to ask you is about, not, not necessarily about the film King of Boys, but you know, you, you expect when you, when you uh, hear the title and so forth, you sort of expect a more male-dominated cast. Mm -hmm. And you expect the stronger, bolder characters to mm -hmm. be male characters. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, there's Shala Shabole, who in fact is uh, probably one of the strongest characters, if not the strongest character in, in the storyline. So my question is around alpha females and women in this era wanting to take on the roles of kings. And, you know, it's popular now among so many, you know, millennials that women want to be called king mm -hmm. as opposed to queen. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a whole debate about, is it an insult? It's why not. do women want to be kings? Is that okay for a woman to, why can't a woman be satisfied with being queen? So this is a conversation I want to have with you is, you know, how do we own the alpha female space? Do we need to take the titles such as kings, do the titles not even matter? Well, I told earlier on that I'm a typical African woman. <laughs> okay. I am a woman, not a man. And we love that. We love that. And I love that. Yeah. Okay, yes, make believe. We some, some women are very, very strong. When I was like, I myself, I'm a tomboy. Most of my friends are male. And I have a lot of male family that lived with us when we're growing up. So even up to my institution, I was on low court and I was on moglet. That was what I was writing. <laughs> but we don't have to be king. At the same time, we can still rule. Because in the Bible, I am a Christian, Adam and Eve. God created Eve to support the male. <laughs> well, not by giving him apple to eat. <laughs> so, the way I believe that women, what man can do, women, women can also do. And that was what I said that don't say women's office is in the kitchen. We put hands together and make a better place for us to live. I will assist my husband. I will assist any male that I see that is doing well. But do not shut us down because we got the brain. And there's not so many things that women are doing now that men cannot even do. I'm a tribe because I'm a typical African woman that believes that man is there, woman is there. Yes, but at the same time, don't don't take away the power don't, from being don't a woman because no, it's a powerful. It's role. very powerful role. And without woman, there is no world. There is no life. On that note, <laughs> Shola Shabole, this has been incredible. I'm looking forward to 
more of you on the big screen, more awards. Thank you very uh, much. Exciting nominations. Thank um, you very so much. fingers crossed for you. We're rooting for you. We're voting. We're everything because we want you to take that award. Thank yeah, you. Not to be biased to anybody else, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't come for me for that one. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank this you has for been incredible. Me. And Thank like you. I said, we're keeping our eyes locked on you. And I love how you own your role as a mother. I think that's Thank you. absolutely powerful. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That's Shola Shobowole. What an insightful conversation. Also pretty refreshing. Now, uh, if you need refreshment, make sure you pick up your cup of Lipton tea. They're powering this Rubbing Minds International Women's Month special. We're going to take a very quick break. When we return, plenty more.